Hey, everybody, welcome to Joe's Mini Bike Reunion Podcast. It's season four, episode <laughs> six. One job. They give you one freaking job. Hey, it's me, uh, Joe Sebergandio, and uh, here with the evil one, Evil Ed. And uh, welcome, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. We've got a great show for you tonight, and uh, we're we're doing this like um, like the first time, so to speak. For those of you who were there with us earlier, you'll know that this really isn't the first time, but I want to thank our sponsors from Pioneer Car Audio, all of our friends over at Go-Kart USA, GoPowerSports.com, Studs Performance, our friends at Green Filter USA, and we can't fr- forget our friends Frank and Brian from F&B Racing. Uh, Joe's Mini Bike Reunion Podcast tonight is an awesome podcast because I'm excited to have on board tonight. Two of the guys that have probably the two hottest events in our hobby, literally. And I have one myself. I'm not even one of those guys, mm. right? Uh, we're going to be talking to Jeff Mahalko. And Jeff is the originator, OG, of many bike events, Ed, as we truly know them. But he has, he's got the goods because you could ride. You could ride, right? So ride there's the magic. Day. You got it. And uh, we're going to be bringing Jeff on. And then on the second half of tonight's podcast, we're going to be bringing in Tate Morgan. And Tate is the uh, one of the guys, I should say, behind the Gambler, excuse me, the Gambler 500. And that's a, um, I had the, what do we have to eat tonight? Turkey sandwich. Yeah. Oh. It's good, but I think I woofed it down a little bit. <laughs> Maybe it was the mayonnaise. It was. I like mayonnaise. You, Anyways. Uh, Tate is going to be joining us, and they just got through with the Gambler 500, which is an endurance race in the dirt, in the in the wilderness. Okay, fucking you name it: rock, sand, dirt, cactus. Uh, it's littered with hundreds, and there's some videos out there. In fact, if you'd like to, because most of you guys can multitask, right? Google um, Gambler 500, and this one was in Portland, I believe. It was just recently. And take a look at some of those videos. And while you're at it, Google Mini Bike Reunion. And this is the Winber. Winber, Winber PA. And I always get have a problem with that. I want to call it Winberger or something. Wind. Windber. Thank you. Winber PA. And Ed's been there. And um, that's an event that you still have time to get to. Um, unfortunately, we couldn't get Tate on to pre-promote his event because we had a little bit of, uh, you know, things happen in life, right? So our podcast dates got bumped around. So Tate, thank you for not only hanging there with us and um, also being available for me later on tonight on such a quick notice. So um, with all that said, Ed, usually you and I kind of catch up on things and be with that in mind, considering we had a little bit of a time challenge here, why don't we just, why don't we get to Jeff? Yeah, let's get to him. Don't you think? So I'm going to dial mm-hmm. him up. Now you've been to that event mm-hmm. and you went back there. What were we talking about? Guardrail day. When was the first when time was, I went, when, when was the guardrail day? I think that was in 2012. You flew there, right? Yes. And where does everybody fly in when they go there? Uh, we had to fly into Pittsburgh and rent a car and so, drive. All right. So we're going to get um, gonna get Jeff on the line now. And I Jeff's, if I remember correctly, it was like a two-hour drive. Yeah, he's in. Well, Winburg, even when you say it, you could tell it's, you know, it's not like you're, a lot of people flying there, not a Winburg, right? So when we originally were booking Jeff... In fact, I want to thank Karen Krause because she was instrumental in us getting in touch with Jeff. Uh, but she's on top of everything, right? Uh, and we owe her her can of, what is that, Brake Clean? I think it was. That was autographed by the one percenters. All right, we're going to dial up Jeff now. And Jeff is in an area similar to this garage. And what I mean by that is that it's it's not easy 
connectivity-wise. Looks like we're going to be fine, though, Ed. Ed, here's the mic. Hello, this is Jeff. Hey, Jeff. Uh, this is Joe and Evil Ed from Joe's Mini Bike Reunion Podcast. How are you doing tonight? Good, Joe. How are you doing? I'm doing well. We, um, you know, typical fashion, Jeff. You know, sometimes if those gaskets don't don't fit right, those windows they make a noise. You know. Yes. So, so we uh, we had a few of our own little technical difficulties here, but we um, he's really smart. He's smarter than all those little gremlins out there. So he fixed us up. Thanks for your patience. Uh, what's the weather like over there in Pennsylvania tonight, Jeff? Well, it's weather-wise, it's, it's beautiful. It's nice and cold. It's about fifty-five degrees. And, uh, Sun was shining today, so we're, we're looking good. Is that uh, f- uh, freshly cut grass that I smell there as you prepare for the big event? Yeah, we got a lot of that done last night. So doing some cleanup work around here today and getting a few, few last-minute things ready. Well, uh, we'll get into a little bit more about the details and what it takes and who who's there helping you out because you know how important it is. You know, when you, when you announce an event or you're going to announce a happening, people get really excited and then at some point, somebody needs to show up and help out. So we'll get into uh, some of the folks that help you make the Winbur Mini Bike Reunion such a huge success. Now, this is going to be your 20th year. And for many of those folks that are listening and are friends of the podcast, they're very, very aware of the event itself. But for those who may not have had a chance, for whatever reason, Jeff, to know about the event, can you take a second and just give folks a little bit of an idea of what you have in store for mini bike enthusiasts at your event? Well, it's a, it's a lot that goes on here. We start normally Thursday morning, uh, opening up registration, getting people coming in here. There's only a line waiting to get in here Thursday morning at 10 o'clock. Um, we do have a lot of, yeah, three miles of trails cut on the, cut on the property that they can ride on. We have, you know, kids events going on, you know, to get the kids, you know, the kids involved. We have the flea markets, flea markets open the entire weekend. We have a full, have a full pavilion here. Uh, you can seat, you know, seat 75 people. Uh, we have food, food and restrooms and shower facilities. And there's campers all over the place. Stay, you know, it's a weekend long event. For those of you who would like to get a visual on the event, not only can you go to the Mini Bike Reunion Facebook page that Jeff has, but you can just Google that uh, under images or videos. Uh, I recently posted a video that you sent me, Jeff, up on Joe's Mini Bike Reunion uh, Facebook page. For those of you who have had not had the chance to see that, you can check that out. Jeff, when this started off, I know that uh, I recently, in fact, the photo that you sent me was of, I believe, your first bike, which was pretty damn good for a first bike. It looks like a pretty hip little Arctic cat that you sent over. I would imagine that that's where the whole mini bike thing started, just right as you were a young, young, young kid, right? Yes, it was. Well, I did live here on the, on the property at that time, and my job I was five years old, was to, we used to raise da- dairy cattle. So my job every morning was to check the fence line, which was about a, you know, five mile, three to five mile walk. So I wanted, I wanted a mini bike to speed that, speed that walk up there. <laughs> so, worked, you know, worked hard, you know, worked hard, you know, on the farm, able to go 
seemed like, you know, probably raised, you know, $20 towards it, but, you know, it's, you know, something that my parents bought for me, and then for my 30th birthday, my parents restored that bike for me. Oh, how cool. They gave, they gave it back to me, so it sat in the barn, you know, sat in the barn for all those years, and, you know, it was, it was complete, it was all there, but so you um you not only have you held on to probably that bike obviously but you went a little bit beyond that uh tell folks that may just need a second to grasp this how many mini bikes and we'll just start with the mini bikes now <clears throat> i saw the photos ed and I try to do some quick math, and I I, I think I stopped somewhere over 80, and which paled yes. in comparison. How many bikes are, are kind of out there without giving us a specific figure? Well, there's probably a little over 80 bikes in the in the showroom that's open whenever everybody comes here that they can walk through and look at, you know, ask questions, whatever. So there's 80 bikes, and those are either all restored bikes or... Very, very nice originals. Some of them are have been ridden maybe once or twice. Um, you showed that Black Widow, I recall, uh, in one of the yes. photos. Yeah, that what a pristine. And, and I'm sure that there's many bikes that are pretty much exemplary like that. Yes, yes. Which ones? Which ones get all the attention when the folks show up and see those finished bikes? Are, are there particular models that they seem to, for whatever well, reasons, get more? Sort of everything, because you got the Honda guys. Guys who are very interested in the Hondas, they like you. Know, they like the Hondas, and I have, you know, I have a CT70 that has 93 miles on it, an H model from 1970. Great. I have a ZB50 that's never had gasoline in it. I have that little Honda um, 69 69 Mini Trail with a sidecar, and according to the dealer, original, and I bought that from. He said they only sold three sidecars, you know, for those bikes. And they were the Northeast Northeast distributor. So if they only got three sidecars in, I don't know how many actually came into the States. We have so photos. Not, not many. Yeah, we have photos that you shared with us. And um, yes. we, we will have those posted on my Facebook page, and we will upload those during the podcast. The okay. sidecar to the monkey bike is so cool we have the the fortune of having honda as one of our sponsors the local dealer uh, supports our show okay. jeff and then we also had the folks from corporate have had an eye on us largely due to the fact that we also attract modern day groms and ruckuses to our event so yes. so we had them introduce the monkey bike that that you have they yes. one of the first public offerings was at our past Joe's mini bike reunion. We were pretty happy with that. And I saw a photo that you took possession of a new one. So you're still in the game. Yes. Yeah, my, <laughs> mine, I took possession. Uh, my bike was built November, November 24th, Thanksgiving day. Oh, cool. My bike was built. So it's a, you know, it's actually a 2018. Um, unfortunately my title didn't come back until January 3rd. So it's titled is a 2019, which, That's that's a really tempting 
uh, item to look at, I'm sure, on a daily basis. Yes. Especially with all yes. that, that, that area that you have to ride. How cool was yes. it? How cool was it to be a young kid and to work your ass off and get recognized and get a little help so you can get the, and you know, your mini bike, there's a case that could have been made where you needed that for work as your story yes. goes. Right. But how cool is but, it but, to have yeah, that big backyard? So fun. Yeah, it was so fun here because, you know, we had, you know, we had the 40 acres here, you know, that we could ride on. And I mean, we, you know, this is a country, a rural, very rural area. And I probably had 10 or 15 friends who had mini bikes. So they would all come, you know, of course they lived in town and, you know, wherever. And they would all, you know, come up to my place on the weekends. And, you know, we would ride all weekend or all day or all whatever. And, you know, but, you know, today I'm, you know, still in contact with some of those friends. And I'm like, you still have your mini bike? Well, no, <laughs> you know, we threw that away or it went to the, you know, we sent it out of the curb or we sold it to the yard sale or, you know, so, so it was a lot of fun, you know, growing up here, with, you know, with the mini bikes and to, believe it or not, I never got into the motorcycles. I never got into anything any bigger, um, you know, just, just moved right into, you know, to, went from the mini bike right into cars. Yeah, that is interesting. And um, another thing that I, I kind of found really cool is that I say this often and you know we talk about this to most of the guests that appear or on the shows that many younger kids guys or gals who were into mini bikes they naturally grew into having a, a fondness for automotive you know and for hot rods uh, tell us a little bit about uh, the business side of uh, Jeff Mohako with your with your sealer and your I don't know if it's referred to as a, as a replacement rubber line of automotive and restoration products. Well, we we deal in we deal in clips and fasteners, window channel, weather stripping, hardware items um, to finish a restoration. And business was started in 1974. My parents bought the business in 1979. I have worked a business since 1979 with my parents, and you know, build it up to what it is today. Uh, my father, who has, you know, helped and been a great, you know, great help with, you know, building this mini bike reunion also, he passed away three years ago, and, you know, not so now the business has been passed on to myself and my wife, and my wife Dawn, and we are just, you know, we're growing that business, plus still trying to keep the mini bike show going, and, you know, it's a lot of work, it's a lot of fun, uh, we have, uh, we have 10 employees, and, you know, it's just constantly, constantly growing. But I don't specify in any particular vehicles. Um, you know, I do over a hundred years, hundred years of cars, and you know, starting in the you know, late eighteen hundreds with the horse and buggies, all the way up to you know, the nineteen eighties, early nineties stuff with you know some of the different weather strips and you know, and all the clips and fashions that hold all the chrome on. So it's a you know, it's a very big worldwide business. Uh, we have you know website catalog and it is just you know it's never the same every, every day it's what's the website jeff always uh, what is the web address uh restoration and you know there's a lot of folks that are out there in fact uh, one of our good friends from arizona joe petralia he's a he's a lords of the cars he had his own tv show on discovery and he is one of the uh i think he's in the four or five or ten million dollar club at barrett jackson 
That's a number of dollars of transactions that he's done selling cars through Barrett Jackson. He's a car guy, and I'm sure there's a lot of other ones out there. Uh, interesting sidelight. I bet you meet a lot of cool people who own those cars that you may have as customers that, who knows, maybe you stumble across a couple of mini bike leads through some of those guys, right? Because a lot of those guys are just collectors of anything automotive. Right. That is how, that is pretty much how I built my collection. I would take a mini bike to a car show. I had this, you know, had a big Cadillac or whatever, stuck a mini bike in the trunk and took that with me. And, you know, the Cadillac would sit there. And the people would say, hey, I got a mini bike like that in my garage. My grandfather used to have a, you know, my grandfather used to be a dealer for those, and he still has all the parts in the garage. And would you be interested in buying that? Or would you restore this bike for me? <laughs> and it has turned into, you know, everything possible. You know, I have bought out, I have bought out rough <laughs> dealers. I have bought out the paint dealers. I have bought out um, just miscellaneous mini bike dealerships. And, you know, that's where I have accumulated my collection of, you know, dual stock parts and past you know, that type of stuff yeah it's a it's a natural uh progression and honestly it's genuine too because you know you become once people start talking about you on their own and you get that reputation as the guy and and you know candidly in a rural area it may pick up a little bit quicker right than if you're out here yes. there, there's a there's a i think there's five mini bike joes out here just in my neighborhood you know so okay. it's, <laughs> but uh, jeff we could probably uh, i could certainly talk to you about so much of what you've accomplished to date because I came into this sport uh, having a bike myself as a young kid and then I, I really kind of got out of it and then when I came out to Southern California like so many of us we get to a place where you know we may be able to get a few of the things now that we couldn't get before and many bikes along with like Enduros became part of my interest and I started to collect them and before you know it you definitely know it I haven't got anywhere near the depth or scope of your uh, collection or your even your 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 role in this hobby, but it 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 took things over, and I uh, got to a place where my daughter suggested just based on the number of bikes that I had to do a show, and I laughed, but I always wanted to do something in an event arena, and we did it, and we're um we're just we're going into our eighth year, and I can That's tell right. you that just our eighth year, sometimes you wonder if you're going to be able to pull it off from year to year, you know. So how do you do it? How do you yes. do it going into your twentieth year? Well, we have, I have lots of help. My wife and her friends do, you know, do a lot of the cooking and feeding of everybody and taking care of registrations. My daughter normally takes care of all the registration. Uh, my son and son-in-law are, uh, unfortunately, you know, we get a lot of rain out here. So my son, my son takes care of cutting the grass. My son-in-law takes care of, you know, pulling vehicles in and out with the tractor, whatever we need to do. Uh, we've had some years that we've had mud. We've had some years that we've had dust. So it's it's a lot of you know it's a lot of work. I keep it quiet though. I really don't advertise this anywhere. I noticed. Yeah, I noticed and, that. And you know, I just try to keep it just try to keep it that way so that it, it doesn't get doesn't get out of hand. With that uh, said. Uh, is is it largely comprised then based on your, your low-key approach where it, there's a consistent group of folks that come or do you find yourself seeing some new faces from year to year? Uh, we still see new faces every year. You know, word gets out that, you know, it's going on. I get new faces every year. 
And I still have that core group of, you know, probably 200 people who have been here for the past, you know, 15 to 17 years. Uh, and, you know, it's, it's amazing. You know, we have 200 people already pre-registered, and we'll probably have another 100, 150 that will register, you know, here at the event when they get here. Awesome. Not to mention all the bikes that are in the swap meet area or in the backseat of the cars or the trucks or... Uh, I, yes. it's, it's amazing. <laughs> Every family normally brings about 10 bikes down. <laughs> you know, it's just, it's so funny to see, you know, you get trucks that are powerful full of bikes and trailers and you get people from all over the country. I mean, I got, you got, you know, Ed has been, you know, Evil Ed has been out here and I know he's been, you know, he came out, you know, took care of him for the weekend and a couple other guys from California came out with him, I believe, that year. Um, he used to have a guy from South Korea who would come in every year. Um, we have, you know, people from Canada who come in, down to Florida, up to Colorado, Michigan. Yeah, I think the camping um, element, too, the, the camping element where they can kind of stay somewhere yeah. for a couple nights without, yeah. you know, and whether it rains the first day or... If it's a little dusty the second day, you've always got that next night or that next that next yes. campfire to get through. That's the beauty, I think, of what you have there as well. The, the fact that you can ride without, you know, first of all, you're on grass and trails. I saw you had like an oval track as well. Is that something new or have you always had the oval track? Well, I have the oval track there and it's supposed to be for the little kids to learn how to ride. And you know, that that works for a little while. Get <laughs> on it, and then they, they start ripping around and have some good times. And then you know, one of the parents will come over and say, "Hey, can my little one ride again?" And they're very you know very considerate. They move off the side and you know, let the little ones ride again. So yeah, I was going to say what it's for, but it's you know it's to you know unfortunately the insurances the you know, the insurances there's no racing. You're not allowed to race, but you know, you can you can ride ride all you want. <laughs> Yeah, when we were, uh, I don't say anything about it. We were uh, doing all we could to adopt some kind of in motion activity at our event because our event, Jeff, and you may have a chance at some point to take a look at some of the videos from Joe's Mini Bike Reunion. Most of them, there's there's static photos of vehicles, you know, just uh-huh. there. So we 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 have a an hourly cackle fest where we can at least fire the bikes up. I have a a dyno that's at the event and i was able to pull those off by just calling them uh diagnostic testing areas okay and you know uh i was trying to just get a little bit of a course and i was trying to you know and it was genuine to a degree until they said yes i was going to create the driver education the rider education course sponsored by your local honda dealer and have the pylons and you couldn't go over five miles an hour and they Every time I brought it up as nicely as I could, they just laughed at me because they had heard that so many times before. So I have nothing in motion. You have you have yeah. you have a beautiful area that's private for the most part. You've got endless yeah. riding. You've got camping. You've got food on site. They've got camping. It's got everything. How showers? How, how many people started when you when you did the first event? And let's just do a little numbers game here. How many were with you when you first launched the reunion? Uh, we had. Nine of us at the first event. And then how many do you recall you had maybe that second year? Did you see a big leap from that first to the second year? Second year, we probably had about 50 people. Did it continue to climb for you, Jeff? Or did you ever get to that it point? Did. did you see a recession ever in the middle? 
or is it um, always grown? Much, we pretty much have held it right around 300 people for the past, you know, for the past, once we got to about year, I'm going to say seven. Yeah. Yeah, we had about 300 people, I think around year 12, 14, I think we had around close to 400 people. I know in the last parade in 2016, we had 318 bikes in the parade. The parade is something that has always been synonymous when folks talk about the event. Is that something yes. that, that you orchestrate with the city? Is it still a part of your event? Is it independent? How, how does that work? Is it still a part of this upcoming event that you're having? Unfortunately, the, the police chief the police chief and the uh, borough council have not been able to get everything put together, and I cannot do the parade anymore because... The thing is, we are in, we're in a whole different township and different county, so we have to leave our county and township and go into Wimber. Uh, it's only a mile away, but still we have to cross that border, and the police, the police are not cooperating with each other and with us, so they will not let us, they will not permit us to ride our bikes down into Wimber, and there's no other way to get 300 bikes down to a parade. Yeah. In a timely manner, other than driving them all down there. And you've yeah, historically done that, correct? Yeah, they said they'll try to give us rollbacks and that type of stuff. And we, you know, I said, it's not going to work. So the only way down there is to ride them down. So, unfortunately, the parade is you know, the parade is out of out of commission right now. So we're I'm still fighting for it. I'm still trying to get it back in the future here, but I don't know how well we're going to get with that. Well, is there anything that uh, any of the local folks can do or any of the folks listening can do to help with the cause? Is there, uh, is there a place where they can maybe send in an email asking for the local support, or are you good? Um, I'm handling it pretty much on my own as best I can. Uh, but, you know, a letter or a letter or a note coming into the Wimber Borough um, you know, never hurts. Sure. Hey, one of uh, one of your bigger fans and one of the connections that uh, was so instrumental in us talking was Karen Krause, who is. Um, oh yes, Karen. Yeah. <laughs> Tell us how long do you go back with her? Oh, she has probably been here for ten to twelve years. I want to say. <laughs> um, she is a great. You know, she is a great asset to the mini bike community uh, with the work that she does, and uh, you know, I have a lot of her seats on quite a few of my bikes yeah we uh, recently had her uh, uh seen some of her handiwork on a seat she built for a uh, a barris super stalker that uh ed okay. and the group are putting together for um the barris family and she she was our first choice for seats and you know we've had a, a couple bikes that have gone through here that seats were such a big part of the theme of the bike and the look of the bike and the feel of the bike you know you can you're halfway there if, if you've got the right wheel and tire combo, engine, and then that seat. And she did such a nice job. Yeah, she was very helpful in connecting us. Um, the crew you mentioned, Don, your wife. I know that you've got a daughter. Who's kind of like your main guy that's there with you when it stares to pour, when the sun's shining? Who's your who's the, who's the other guy that runs alongside Jeff Mahako at the event? Let's just say a week out up until two days afterwards. You got a group of core guys that uh, are there for you? Not really. Like I said, it's myself and my wife. You know, we do, you know, we do all the paperwork and all the, all the prep and that type of stuff. Uh, my son, Nathan is, you know, like I said, here to, you know, help with anything that anything goes on. And my son-in-law, Matt, 
he is, you know, he is here also. So it's basically my daughter Sarah. Sure. It's basically, the five of us who you know who put this entire thing on together, and then you know, a lot of people, a lot of people who do come to the reunion do come on, you know, do come and help, and you know, offer you know, offer their help whatever can be done. So, but really, you know, and then our friends. You know, my wife, my wife has five, you know, five girlfriends that come and help with all the food, the cooking, cleaning up, and that type of stuff. Have a great time. Uh, normally, as far as the bathrooms go, mm. um, I don't even know who cleans the bathrooms. You know, somebody will just come out in the middle of the night, clean all the bathrooms, and come in the morning and the bathrooms are clean. No, it sounds so, like a first-class operation. And then the nice thing is, whenever the mini bike reunion is over, everybody is so respectful of the property. Uh, normally, I don't have any garbage to pick up. You know, I mean, I have the garbage cans that are out. The garbage cans are normally full, and they're stuff piled close to the garbage cans. But as far as anything left outside, left, you know, maybe a napkin blew away or something like that. But everything is everything is pretty much the way when they came in. Yeah, they're a good group. It's a great group of people. Uh, I'm, I'm fortunate to say the same. It's funny that you talk about the trash. Um, unlike some folks who have to, like, I wish I had that ability to look out and have access to the land, but, you know, I, I got to rent the park, right? And with renting the yes. park, you have to rent everything else. And there's mandates that they have, whether it's security or trash or um, porta potties and those that are equipped for people yes. with disabilities. There's over and over security and um, the trash has become such an issue because we have always paid for the service and the service, the bins have been provided, but they never provided us with the insurance, which meant that we couldn't start the event without buying the insurance for the trash bins. And it was, um, it was one of those things where before you know it, you'd have six, $700 in deposits and, and penalties for trash bins. And I, I told the guy that my only problem with this whole event is trash bins and my guys have no trash. So, yeah. so yeah. this year it'll be my first year not having to pay for these $300, $400 worth of useless trash bins. But uh, I'm anticipating that I've got a good group of folks. We take very good care of them. We give we, we we do everything we can to give away product throughout the entire event, and we give away bikes and we give away pipes and parts and carbs and you know we really we I love that, um, and I'm I'm hopeful that we see that same support that you get with that same caliber of people. Uh, I've got to tell you that if we could do a half of a good job as what you've done over 20 years, we'd be hitting the home run over here. Oh, thank you. My my key and the whole reason why I really started this event was to get the kids involved. You know, that is that is the biggest key, you know, the biggest key out there. Get the kids involved. Get them. I don't care if they're seven years old. I want that. I have a I have a kids show uh, that we put on. You know, right in conjunction with the you know with the adults, and the kids have their own area. They bring their bikes in, put their bikes on display. They do complete. You know. The older kids, the older kids who are in high school, they'll do a complete um, video, you know, video and everything else of you know uh, of how they you know how they restore the bike. The little kids will have some pictures and some you know some 
your writings in the notebook of what they did. You know, I want them to you know record everything. You know, where did you get the bike? Where did you get the money to you know to restore this bike? How did you paint it? And I sit down with every kid who has a bike there. I sit down with them for about five minutes and I talk to them. That's great. And I uh, you know so you know I ask them you know ask them what their favorite part of you know building the bike was and what you know what they didn't like you know what they didn't like and you know how hard was it to you know do this and how did you paint this and what did you do to the engine and how does this work and how does that work and these kids even if they're seven years old they can tell me what they did and I can tell if you know dad did the bike and they just were there or if the kids actually had hands-on. And these kids all have hands-on. Now, I want mom and dad to be there to make sure, you know, bolts are tight and everything's safe and everything's good because these kids are riding these bikes. Yeah, one of the the highlights at the events for me always is the young kids. And even the ones that can't walk, I'll make sure that I grab them and I sit on a mini bike. Or if they're little toddlers, I'll lift them up and I'll sit them on the bike. I, I... I, I I want them to see him, but I want him to I want him to feel being on that bike. And some of the coolest photos that we get from the mini bike show aren't always the bikes. Sometimes just the photos of the kids. There's a a little Latina girl that is dressed in a like a mariachi huge gown, a puffed up gown with long dark hair and bows in her hair, and she's next to my bonanza cr 500 chopper which is in the background here and that photo i think it was close to taco bill's chopper where he had that mexican style multicolored blanket it was one of the most you know it's that photo it's it's that photo and some of those stories that really kind of keep you uh keep you in check as to why we do these events you know and Uh, Jeff, look, I, I wanted to let Evil Ed get a few words in here. Now, Ed, you okay. went to the event, and the guy that you were mentioning, I think, Jeff, was uh, Guardrail Dave. Isn't that correct? Yeah. Yeah, so you and Guardrail Dave hung out there, and what bikes were you riding? Did the guys there locally? Well, that first year we went, Dave had this guy that was on OMB named Shelby 28, I think it was. He uh, drove out there with his dad, and he took one of Dave's bikes. Okay. And then I didn't have a bike. So when we got there, Drew was selling a bunch of parts. So I look around. <laughs> and got I enough see, for a bike? <laughs> you got enough to build a Bonanza here. So I built the Bonanza there with the help of Jeff on some nuts and bolts and stuff and uh, rode it in the parade. <laughs> the only thing I didn't have was a seat. But never I never stopped took, you before. I took a tire six-inch tire with no tube and sat it on the frame rails and rode it in the parade. <laughs> you didn't even need a bungee cord. No. <laughs> and, uh, hey, over there, Jeff, does, does Dawn ride? Uh, she does, but she doesn't get a chance too much to bring the reunion. But, you know, afterwards we'll ride a little bit. So you yeah. you had you had all the iconics. Like, you've got the, the monkey bikes, the original ones. You've got your original Arctic Cat. You've got those Black Widows. Um, I saw um, a Harley Topper. I saw that yes. g- Gremlin car. I'm I'm thinking back. That shirt, the, that yellow shirt with that photo that looks down on you, is that like a dirty handprint on your left pec, or is that a logo of something that's on that shirt that you're wearing? Did you ever uh, notice that? I was wondering if that was a, a, an old mini bike T-shirt that you had on there. I couldn't figure it out. 
I don't think it was, but I do have lots of those old mini bike t-shirts. <laughs> I have all the mini bike guides and all that type of stuff too. So. And you showcase all the collection that. Collection does it, yes, it does. And you let everybody uh, get a, a everybody that goes to the event. Is there some point where they get a little up close and personal of your private stash, or is that just for a select yes, few? Yes, it's it's there. Normally one day, normally one day Saturday afternoon or something like that, I'll open the big garage doors and I have my you know all my parts. All my parts are available for sale. You know, at least the parts that I'm willing to sell. There's some good stuff in there that you know I just I just keep to myself. But I do have. Um, I do have a pretty good, pretty good display set up, getting set up now. That there's going to be a lot of, a lot of parts for sale. That um, I wish I had a big vendor who would come in here and be, you know, because Drew and Vicky used to come in, um, old mini bike warehouse. They right. used to come in and you know set up and take care of the crowd of people with the, the simple breakdown parts. You know, the, cha- the chains would break, the clutches would give out, the brakes were throttle cables, that type of stuff. Sure, and, tubes, tires. You know, unfortunately, unfortunately, they're not going to be here, so i got to have, I, I do have all that stuff, but I don't have time to take care of it, so well, my, son um, does, my son does a lot of that stuff for me, and, you know, just get it, you know, get it moving here, so. We found so some folks that uh, work in the arena, and we're big fans of OMB. Um, uh-huh. Four or five of those boxes over there are probably <laughs> to come to throttle parts or grips or, you know, they're yeah. they're kind of my my first stop for a lot of that replacement parts. But I also have been working with our friends over at GoPowerSports.com, and later on in tonight's podcast, Jeff, uh, on our second half, we're going to have on um, the gentleman who puts on the Gambler Five Hundred, Tate Morgan. He puts on an endurance race up in Portland, and you've got to Google it. Jeff, it's the Gambler 500. It's called a Mini Moto Enduro, but they're Coleman bikes primarily, and they're you know they they must be 10 inch, 12 inch, seems like 20 inch size tires. Very um, very cool competitive racing. Takes on a whole different flair from some of the events that we were talking about. But this the scope of mini bikes continues to grow. Uh, the popularity continues to grow, and I wonder how does it feel to be king of this uh this mini bike world because you, you you definitely can wear that cap considering what you've done with the hobby what you've done with the event your collection and the fact that it's so genuine and deep-rooted i mean if if you weren't the king of mini bikes to some degree you're a sure close second well i don't know if i could claim that or not but i'll, I'll accept it so uh but yeah it, i i really enjoy it i really do enjoy it i am you know, proud of what we have built here and you know if it's twenty years, twenty years in the making, it's a lot of you know blood, sweat, and tears going into this thing, and it's just a great, you know, it's a great event. You know, I wish everybody could come out and see it at one point or another. Um, like I said, my my display is my display is here. I have it, you know, have it open to the public for when it's on, and um, I just had a just had a guy do a five hundred dollar donation, you know, towards the kids. We're not sure how we're going to work that out. He, you know, said put that in my dad's name and you know, do cool. something with, you know, do something with that, you know, for the kids. Who was that? So, uh, who was that generous supporter? That was at the boys out of uh, Vermont. Are there any other folks out there in your area that maybe you want to mention or give a shout out to before we uh, kind of finish things up here? Uh, the group of guys, the group of guys who you know, restore the restore the giveaway bike. Um, who are those guys? They, they, I'm not sure who they all are. 
there's a whole group of them that get together and take care of this. Great. And uh, what kind of bike are you uh, restoring? Uh, they, last couple of years, they did some Alexander Reynolds. They did a little Indian. Um, yeah. We have given away, I have given oh, away anything from a Rupp Enduro Bless to Articat um, <clears throat> Ramrod to just a little, you know, just a little true mini bike. Yeah, one of those little micros? Uh, not the micros, but just the true mini bikes with the, you know, just a six-inch wheel, a three-horsepower Tecumseh motor, and sure. a grip and some type of scrub brake. Way to stop it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, Jeff, are you talking about Rick Chatton? Yeah, Rick Chatton's one of them. Yep. Um, you know, him, and the, him and the group of guys get together and do these, do these giveaway bikes. Jeff, uh, one of the things that we tried to do, and, you know, actually having this conversation with you, I'm kind of patting myself in the back a little bit because early on I tried to do some of these things. I, I really felt that focusing in on the kids was paramount, not to mention the fact, you know, People don't pay to come to my show. There's no interest in collecting monies at a gate. So I just want people to come in and enjoy the sport and at some point get to a place where somebody who wants to address this audience could some point cash us out, so to speak. But the the true reason for doing it is to get these kids involved. So I, I went over to Azusa Engineering, which is literally down the freeway from us, and bought a, and bought a kit. And... um. I went back a week later and bought another kit. The first kit, we we had it um, powder-coated and put wheels and tires on it, and we gave that away. And the second kit we used, uh, we, we made it a roller, but we broke it down and put it back together like one or two times, and we had kids come up and, and help put together the, the rolling frame. And, you know, they had yeah. some adult supervision, but they were there doing the wrenching and putting things on backwards and putting them back on correctly. It was really cool. Are those t- types of things that you've done with the kids over there at your event as well? Yes, we have. Yeah, yes, that, have. that works great, doesn't it? Yes. Yeah, that's the, like I said, that's the best part of it, you know, getting these kids involved. Hey, Jeff, if folks want to find out more about getting to the event, one, one more time for those of you who may have just be joining us. There's still time to get to the Mini Bike Reunion. It's the 20th annual. It's in Winbur, Pennsylvania. You could check out Mini Bike Reunion Facebook page, literally, Mini Bike Reunion. Jeff, uh, what suggestions would you give folks that could conceivably be within striking distance that may want to come? What would be, like, the first call of action? What should they do? Should they call? Should they go online? What should they do? Well, they, can, they, can just, they can just come on out. Um, Where are they going to? Friday and Saturday is the big days. The address here is 148 Minnow Creek Lane, Winburg, Pennsylvania. And uh, we're, you know, it's real nice because, you know, we have three major three major highways only coming into the area. So you've you know, got lots of mountains to travel through. And, you know, you know, but it's a simple, pretty much a simple, I'm only five miles, only five miles off any of the three major highways. So it's very, very simple to get here. If folks, for whatever reason, wanted to reach out prior to the event, how would you suggest they do that? Uh, they can send me an email. Send me an email, or they can send a, you know, just, you know, through the Facebook page. My daughter will take care of that. Or just call me. Just give me a phone call. Did you want to offer your email address, Jeff? Um, email address would be minibike, M-I-N-I-B-I-K-E, at Atlantic Lake the Ocean A T L A N T I C E B dot net N E T. Well, I got to tell you, I appreciate the time you took. I know that you're on the eastern 
seaboard there, so to speak. Not quite 11.30 yeah. or so your time, and we got off to a little bit of a late start. Jeff, I, although this is our okay. first time really talking, it feels like I've known you for a while. I would love okay. to have an opportunity, and I, I would definitely be making sure that Ed was with me to get to an upcoming reunion. In fact, I'll give you my word that you will see me at one of your events soon, and uh, the offer is open for you at any time to come. And um, we have uh, your names come up a few times around here, not only during the podcast, but also at our event. And we're very appreciative in not only what you've done uh, to establish many bikes in such a way where you have that awesome event, but we hope we'll have an appropriate time to recognize you for your efforts based on some of the things that we do here at Joe's Mini Bike Reunion. So thanks for your time. Uh, tell your wife, Dawn, thanks for putting up with the late night antics. <laughs> and um, have a great event, and maybe you can join us after the event and give us some of the highlights that took place, and I'm sure you'll have plenty of them. Yes, I, ho- I hope so, and thank you for the opportunity, and I will you know, try to post, you know, try to get some stuff posted as, you know, as the event's going on, too. So keep, keep checking out our website and, uh, or the Facebook page, and we'll see everybody here. Uh, well, before you go, uh, actually, Ed and I have a couple things we want to talk to you about. I can really, I need an HS400 Tecumseh, <laughs> and that'll take any early Bonanza parts, but we'll talk to you a little bit later on off the show. Okay. Thank you, Jeff. Stop See you, good. Jeff. Okay. There he Have is. All right. Goodbye. How about that? Nice guy. Good place to go. Nothing but fun every day. When the first year I went, there was two little girls on minibike. They rode all they, day. Yeah, dude. Not one phone in their hand. Never, probably never fighting. They all fall off. Day, they laugh. No matter where you turn, there they were on a mini bike. Yeah. Well, and that's where it starts. Uh, you know, that's why I like that. At some point, you know what happens when we all get together? We ride. And then we, all we do is talk about going there to ride. And what do we do? We sit around sit talking around. and bullshitting. So no, I think these that, girls we, rode all yeah. day, every day. And I saw that track that he said that those kids were going on. <laughs> Those kids had beards, the ones I was watching. They were riding, and it was yeah, nothing like what we're going to get into in the second half. You talk about guys with beards going around, of course. Um, Tate Morgan is going to be joining us the second part of the podcast. Although we did get off to somewhat of an awkward start, we had some Facebook gremlins. Uh, we're just going to take a quick break. It's going to be a very short one this time. When we come back, it's going to be Tate Morgan, the founder and one of the head guys that uh, is putting on this Gambler 500 Enduro. They call it a mini moto Enduro. In fact, maybe during the break, you can Google that and check them out. Tate's going to join us, and we're going to figure out what the hell was he thinking when they created that awesome event. And another one we have to put on the the calendar of places to go. It's the Gambler 500. It'll be 2,000. It just took place, so it'll be this time next year. Yeah, Wimber's I love Wimber. The last couple times, it's rained there. You know what I didn't ask him is if the uh, date, that that historical Father's Day date that they have – dissuade some people from coming you know how big of a deal like to me it wouldn't be that big of a deal because i see people like that that will base their trip going there around father's day but yeah i wonder about that but i guess in the big scheme of things it don't matter yeah it was good to have him on uh thank you again karen Krause, for helping us hook that up karen shout out to um jeff malko it's the mini bike reunion like you said you can um you can't miss it it's not like there's anything really happening that um Karen, I need my seat done. And also, you had um, you were down in Bellflower this weekend. What was going on down there? Were you hawking oh, parts? Man. or huh? Collecting old vintage mini bike parts. What would you find? I found another early Bonanza swing arm bike. What year? Probably 65. Craigslist? 
Yeah. Pictures? I'm surprised I got it. It was like, I haven't been on Craigslist for a while. Let me look. Oh. Shoot, shoot, there's a bonanza. Wait, wait, yeah, wait. Yeah, yeah but when you one. say you haven't been on Craigslist for a while, that's like a day. Like you've missed it for a day. You feel no, you, no, actually, it's been about a week. Well, yeah, weeks. Because like I kept punching meat. in. I kept seeing the same stuff. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I quit punching in. Yeah. So, so what actually, do you do? Do you you go to newest first? Because they put you on relevant. No, right? I go, they, well, on mini bikes, I just, just whatever comes up. Got it. Because there's hardly, you know, five or ten. And I, I did take into account one of your tricks, mini bike engine. And I did find engines that were yeah, yeah, on mini. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Um, And I also did the um, rototiller. Although, if I'm. You can, you can punch in most anything and a mini bike will come I still up. don't think I spelled yeah. rototiller right. Is it two can, T's or two L's and all that? You can put in Tecumseh or oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Stratton. Those are the easy ones. Yeah. And then what about your A58? Oh, Bob Muha, my little buddy Bobby Muha, Mississippi. Um, he's rebuilding the one go kart guy, right? He's a go kart guy. Yeah, he's like kind of old. He's like seventy two, but he's uh, he's one of the top notch power products builders. How's he's he gonna figure in? I don't know. He's just you just told me uh, he, you built, are? he built one motor for me for the first fifty uh, bike that I have. I was asking you about those. Are those close to five horsepower and six? Yeah, there. yeah. That's all we need, right? So I sent him one, and um, at that time he hadn't done very many mini bike. What engine, was he building them for? Go karts. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Vintage go karts. So I do those run talking. clockwise or counterclockwise? The go kart ones. Do they run similar to mini bike right side? Well, no, they they run counterclockwise. Yeah. most of them. Um, so uh, we got to talking, and I told him I want to send him a motor, and he he did a pretty nice job on it. I told him I don't want it painted, and he's like, "Huh? <laughs> no, I don't want it painted because yeah. it's going in a kind of ratty looking bike, you know. Yeah. I don't. Oh, okay. And you can. He's got that that Mississippi. That so you're always wondering if you're uh, language going, you know, yeah. kind of slow and got the the accent going, and um, he's a cool guy, and uh, he's got a lot of power products parts. He built race racing uh, power products for go karts. The go kart guys. Then got after them all. I got mine done, there's a few people that sent him some mini bike motors. Oh, and um, you set a little trend there. I guess I don't know. Um, well, once you kick everybody's ass, they're wondering where you got your engine done. And <laughs> you tell a few people, they tell everybody, right? Well, on OMB, there's a guy that just posted a couple posted a couple pictures of uh, a power products that he did for his taco. Yeah. yeah nice work. Well, you, you you put them in anything, they look great. Yeah. I want one for the the upcoming micro that I'm getting from Temecula Bob with the front and rear suspension. I want to put a West Bend in there. And then it's like, okay, which one? And you want to get the five port. And then you find the one with the five port and it's clockwise versus counterclockwise. I mean, they all look so great in the, you know, that great color that's coming out now. It's so popular. Well, that started kind of with West Bend, that enamel gray. And that thing's clean with the right chrome and those chrome carbs. And you put on that chrome exhaust and the plate. That thing's, that thing's Badass. You put I one of those a, on a Frioli. I got a West Bend 580. Needs a bunch Five? of stuff. Yeah. See, and then the 810 is too big, right? When you think about it, when you put them on these bikes, the at least for what I'm riding. Or the 820s. Yeah, yeah the 820s. Yeah. That's a totally different motor from the 580. Yeah. The 580 suited for the mini bike. But that, that um, five port seems to be the way to go. So I'm still looking. 
Uh, give a shit. Uh, sh- give a shit. <laughs> give a shit to uh, shout out to Nick. Um, on if, that- you have a, if you have a power products, you got to send it to Bobby. Okay. Yeah. Well, there you go, Bobby. And how can folks get a hold of Bobby? Is he a Facebook guy or? Uh, you know what? What? I actually was on Facebook one day. Yeah. And you, when it comes up to people you might know. He popped up? His name popped his, uh, up. Bobby Mua in Brandon, Mississippi. M-U-H-A. Yeah, all right. Well, there you go. I give him a little love there. Uh, we talked about voting for you. You go to that OMB. You got to join OMB. You go to the forum. You go to the old the, OMB build-off. You go to the vintage class. It's Bonanza Drag Bike. You vote for that. It's the blue drag bike that Evil Ed and uh, the upcoming Hall of Famer, uh, Guardrail Dave, put together a great little first part of the show there. Thanks for all the uh, work behind the scenes, E. It's Joe's Mini Bike Reunion Podcast. We'll be back in a flash. From the makers of legendary Brake Clean, the Shop Size Brake Clean Pro Series. The larger Pro Size can has 50% more of the Brake Clean you've trusted for over 47 years. Also available in three non chlorinated formulas. Hey, what a what a great podcast we've got in store for you this second half. We're going to be with Tate Morgan from the Gambler 500. Uh, before we get started, I want to thank our sponsors from Pioneer. Ed, who else we got on tap there? Uh, we got Green Filter, Go Power Sports, uh, Studs, and Go Kart USA. Go USA. Yep, and our friends over at uh, F and B. F and B. Frank and Brian. Welcome back, Brian and Frank. Well, um, you know, I asked Linda. I said, "Hey, what'd you think about uh, Jeff?" Jeff Mohako with the mini bike reunion. And, you know, we had so many similarities, you know, they got a small family that puts the bike event on. Uh, it's, it's the same guys that come out, same size crowd. There's a, there's a goodness of what he's doing. I am pissed off that I have not been there yet. Oh, it's great. 
And now knowing that he has, because the first thing that I, I imagine everybody asks the guy when they see his shit is, you know, you want to sell that bike and you want to sell that. And he's probably hates that, right? Even we hate that. Imagine a guy with a collecting or collection status like him. But he gave a little window <laughs> because when, when he's ready to sell, he's what we're ready to buy. I'm thinking, you know, because he's probably got it. You know, he's not selling replacement chains. Like he's selling good chain covers and original this and original that. God forbid you get a bike. You know, that that could be cool. Just go there with some cash, buy a bike from him and go. So thank you, Jeff. Uh, Mahako and Don, thanks for sharing your time with him. That was pretty cool. Uh, There's people that go there, uh, you know, in campers and stuff, and they bring stuff for sale. They bring complete bikes. Well, it's a swap, too. Yeah. That's part of it. Yeah, Yeah, that's part of it. And I would think that, like an older crowd, to a degree, you know, those are the guys who got the bikes, man. You know? Yeah, middle-aged. Yeah, okay, 40s though, right? 40 plus, yeah, somewhere on there? Yeah. yeah, good times. And um, on the other spectrum, I've, yeah, you know how you do these, uh, what do they What do they call it when you watch too much, same show, binge watching. I, I must tell you, I started to hear about the gambler event from a guy, Josh Pickney. I think that's how you pronounce his name. What's happening, Josh? Josh is a Facebook friend of Joe's Mini Bike Reunion, and he was bringing up the gambler event. And then I started to hear about it from our friends at Go Power Sport, and then our friends over at Coleman. So, uh, you know, in the midst of all the stuff that we're up to, you know, I, I'm not on top of everything in the mini bike world. And what an idiot I was for missing out on this. Uh, it's the Gambler 500 race. It's promoted as a mini moto enduro. There was a Another link that just kept popping up, it was the Gambler 100. Uh, there were other videos that I saw that were automotive in nature. And I'm getting in the sense it's all part of this one big, fun, wild, crazy team that I want to know more about and see more of. So we played some of the teaser videos, which would probably give you just a little bit of a hint of what's in store. Uh, they are great group of guys it appears with a great attitude the the course is tough as shit these are not four or five inch by any mean mini bike races these i was wondering why the coleman bikes seem to take such a strong prominence there probably because they're so easy to get into and they're big this is a big tire event this is an atv tire event right these are kenda fucking tire events uh they're a lot of modified predators you're not going to see some five horsepower Tecumseh. Sorry. You know, if you do, it's going to be some modified with some crazy, you know, internal build. But uh, they're they're welders on the fly, these guys. So they're definitely, you know, they're not just bolting on parts. These guys are fixing on the fly. And it's everything from chains falling off to people falling off. It's the Gambler 500. And I wanted to have Tate on, Tate Morgan, who is the guy that always pops up when you when you dig into that activity. Tate Tate was going to be on prior to his event that recently took place in Portland, and we had a schedule change, which also affected Jeff. Jeff is okay because his event's coming up, and I don't know that we're really going to attract people to go to his event, but on the West Coast, and knowing the people that watch this, shit, if you told Joe Petrelia and those Arizona guys, or even Jake Moe and Fredo and all these other nuts that hang around with us, if we knew about that Portland event, 
we would have been up there. It was that cool. Not not all of us would have had bikes and ridden, but we would have we would have brought something. Oh yeah, I'm too old for that. Yeah, we'd work on them. We'd work on them, and I'd cook, and we'd let uh, Jake. Um, I'm too old to be jumping over fire pits. <laughs> I'd get the parts. We'd let Jake build it. We'd let um, uh, Home Alone ride it. And then we'd just bring Charles up there to talk shit. So we'd have a good group. So we're going to get to Tate Morgan in a second. I want to give a few shout-outs because here's what's happened. We've got a lot of new folks that are coming to the Facebook page. In fact, Tate Morgan was one of our newest, um, what do we call them, friends on the Facebook page. It's Joe's Mini Bike Reunion. Uh, and we've had some new folks, and I want to recognize them only because I tell them I do. Uh, Austin Wada, uh, Zach Oogle, Oswaldo Soto, uh, Dean Barreth, uh, the Green Hornet, Irving. Um, I, I mentioned, and I wanted to thank you again, all the guys from the 1% gang that mm-hmm. came on last podcast. That was that was a cool thing. Yeah, we hope you guys had a good time. All together again. Yeah, folks were asking about whether or not there's a chance that you guys would get back together and have your 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 hangouts or why you stopped. How do you, how do you address that? Well, we used to race at this one place up in, uh, I guess it would be Moore Park. Yeah. It was like a go-kart track. And um, the neighbors started complaining that the noise was scaring their horses and stuff. Well, the dust too, they say you're screwing up their crops, right? That kind of got out of whack. And then. um, That same thing happened to Paul's deal too, right? And then um, we had this other place up there, Paul's Fun Day. Yeah, Oxnard. <laughs> and people were riding in the strawberry patches and stuff, and <laughs> the owners didn't appreciate that. I didn't know why that they all got pissed so quick. That was it. It wasn't because we were riding. It was because they were riding. <laughs> where they were, what were they growing? Cherries or strawberries? Guy was going nuts because the fucking strawberries. Yeah, yeah, and that wasn't cool, but. Do you see the picture of me where I'm I'm riding with some stupid half helmet on and that little rutman? I think <laughs> There's so. There's a cop car behind me. Yeah. I don't have a freaking clue. Um, yeah, basically all the stuff just died out and uh, yeah, it happens. We too. all went our own ways. Well, that's all the more reason why it was good to get get those guys together. We were racing at the Ventura Speedway once in a while too. Yeah, they told some of those stories. Yeah. Yeah. Plus, Paul was into it. Paul knew the guy that uh, at the Ventura Speedway. Yeah. So uh, we we raced on that track a few times. What was really nice is to see the dynamic with young Justin Eichler. In fact, where is he? <laughs> Justin's got a date tonight. He won't be with us. What's the guy's name? I don't know. He told he wouldn't tell me the name, <laughs> but he said he had a date. So I told Good him. For I, him. Said, I said, "Oh well, you can still watch the podcast." You go, why? I said, well, isn't that what you do on a date now? You both sit there with your phones <laughs> in your hands? <laughs> yeah. Could you imagine? <laughs> you it's order true. some food and you're both playing with your phones? Yeah, so. He goes, no. Uh, I leave my phone in the truck and um, she entertains me. I go, oh, honey, do this and honey, do that, huh? <laughs> you were you were, uh, you were, were mad dogging him during the last podcast. He took it well, though. I think it was like a hazing. I was trying to be nice to him, you know. It was his idea to get all you old bastards together. You're fucking turning them out to be a whipping boy. Do this, do that. You know, man. I thought he was a fluffy. <laughs> well, he's my kind of guy. I bought a set of wheels for the taco back there. Oh, cool. Yeah, I bought some wheels from him. So thank you, Justin. You know I'm always thinking of you. Our man Jake Moe, uh, Ian Cordova. A couple things that I tried. I tried a pop-up garage sale yeah. online. Yeah. So I say, hey, in, in two hours... I'm going to have a pop-up garage sale. Come right back here, like Facebook Live. I get the table out. I grab some parts. 
I had a I had the mini bike right here, the Arco Reynolds with the flathead Briggs. I had the V twin. I had some engines. I had pipes. I had Honda CT seventy parts. I put them all on a table. So I posted up there. I say, hey, um, pop up garage sale, Joe's mini bike reunion in two hours. A lot of the responses I got were, well, you know, how much? It's like, no, that's what the fucking pop ups about. You gotta you gotta come back. If I tell you the prices now, it's a for sale thing. Right. The pop up is you come, boom, all of a sudden I'm here, you're buying. Uh one, two, three, four, five, six sales, six hundred and eighty up six hundred and fifty bucks. I didn't even see that. I sold the bike. <laughs> I sold CT seventy parts. I sold a tank, a little steel red Clinton tank to Calman Carisi. I sold the Green Hornet, uh a cool little scorpion pipe and a clutch, a Hilliard clutch. Oh really? Yeah. So Where was I? It's weekend. I, You're I tough. didn't even I didn't even see it. Yeah. Where did where'd it come up at? On my Facebook page, Facebook Live. It was it was some holiday. Was it Memorial Day? Yeah. I think it was a Memorial Day deal, so maybe that's oh, why. You were in Indy. Weren't you doing, didn't you start the race in Indy? No. Oh. <laughs> At your house you did, didn't you? <laughs> yeah. I started every Indy 500. So while I was working on, I was working on something at the garage. Yeah. We'll speak about that too, because next week, hopefully we'll be working on the Barris bike. But uh, while I did the pop-up, an interesting happened. I got an email or I got a note from um, a guy and it's like, hey, what's that engine with the red pull start? I said, oh, that's um, that's a Clinton. I think it's a three and a half or a four. And I said, I also have another pull start for it. And I've got a couple of tanks. He said, how much you want for it? And guys, it's Richard. His name was. I said, oh, Richard. I was thinking that this Richard guy was another guy. And I told you, sometimes in Facebook, you yeah, do that. Yeah, Bill's yeah. Bob and Bob's Bill. I had something with fucking Scott today where I almost sent the CT70 parts to another Scott. I was talking to a Scott about a West Bend engine, and then a guy from Scott responds to some ad on Marketplace. I'm at this point at 60. Scott's Scott. <laughs> fucking, there's only one of you. So I, I fortunately sent it to the right things, but I got mistaken for, for who I thought was coming to buy this Clinton engine. I was expecting this other guy. Mm-hmm. I'm working, I'm on the phone, I'm doing my deal, I'm on the phone, I'm on the phone, one person loves me, other person's screaming at me, I, I hear, it's like, great, another realtor, go out and sell your house, right? So I already, I'm already a little now guarded. Pest control. Yeah, today was pest control. <laughs> <laughs> I like your style, it's like, not my place, man. I was like, get out of here. Door knocks, Linda's out, probably at Ralph's. She lives there, usually, she's probably there. I go to the door, I put a, the client on hold, I go to the door, I open up the little, and there's a guy like this, <laughs> smiling on his face, and I go, yeah. It's like, doesn't say anything, just smiled again. It's like, dude, what do you want? I'm not, I'm not selling, I'm not buying anything. He's like, it's me, Rich. Oh, fuck, it's Rich, the guy with the engine. I said, man. I said, I'm sorry, first of all, I said, I... I was working. I said, but I, I think I thought you were somebody else. And he, he's like looking at me. So he's, he's, he's probably loved the podcast. He's been coming to the shows all these years. Now he thinks I'm a total lunatic <laughs> asshole, right? So I bring him in here. He's still kind of in shock because I've all but screamed at him. It's like, dude, what the fuck do you want? I'm asking. It's like, leave me alone. Why are you here? So I gave him the little Clinton engine. I showed him some things. He just wanted to get out of here. So, Rich, I'm sorry, man. I'll probably never see that guy again. Too much shit going on. All right, let's get to our next guest. 
Our next guest is Tate Morgan. Tate's with the Gambler 500. He <laughs> He's doing what I wish I could do. Let me go over here to the phone. He's running um, a race or what appears to be a series of races where you better be ready, boys. Uh, hardcore, uh, bring a welder. No, uh, nothing pretty, nothing cute. These are hardcore mini bikes that are, uh, my phone's playing some games on me here too. You better have an engine that could last. You better know how to ride. You better be okay with not returning home. And, um, you better be up for some formidable competition because the size of the dudes that are competing Although the guy who came in second place, there was a dude that I've been keeping an eye on. He came in second place. He had what appeared to be like a, a modified Bonanza. At least it looked that way from the seat and some of the rear suspension. He was, um, let me close to getting Tate Morgan on the phone. He came in second place. And we'll find out more about who won the race when we get uh, Tate on the phone. And if there's anybody that's watching the podcast now that uh, may come to us as a result of Tate being on the show, Welcome. I'm Joe. This is Evil Ed, Joe's Mini Bike Reunion Podcast. Glad to have you guys with us, and hopefully we'll have a chance to meet some of you guys up close and personal at the time. Let's see how this is working, E. Oh, look at that. Hey, hey, Tate. This is uh, Joe and Evil Ed with Joe's Mini Bike Reunion Podcast. How are you, brother? What's up, guys? I'm happy you. Well, we're doing pretty good. We are uh, we had a little technical gremlins that were giving us a little shit, so we had a little bit of a slow start. Thank for your patience, Tate. So are, we, are we live right now? I was watching you earlier, and then I got another call, and I just jumped back off it. Well, here's how it works. We we are live on Facebook Live. Uh, if, yep. if you have uh, friends that may be interested in listening in or who are wondering how they can hear this now, if they go to Facebook uh, and go to Joe's Mini Bike Reunion podcast and they like it i already shared the link they're already on there started a watch party oh thanks man uh, I, pre- started like, I started like in like two hours ago they're still there well with, with that said there's probably about three people listening now <laughs> okay hey tate um first of all uh, welcome to the podcast uh, your name in the event kept popping up as i was saying earlier i'm not sure if you were with us prior to the second half starting but we ran a little bit of a clip one of the clips that you had sent me and i also had a chance to uh Maybe give my take on it because I had heard about the event from some uh, guy, Josh Pickney, who was one of your uh, competitors and, and raced. Yep. I think he fell out after the 60th lap or the 60th shot. I'm not sure. <laughs> uh, but he, he kept bringing it up, Tate. And then I had heard about it from Bob at Go Power Sports. He's one of our sponsors of the yep. show. And he says, hey, are you going to be there? And that's when I really started to feel like shit because everybody that I really liked kept asking me about this and I had no clue. So I did a deep dive and um, I was hoping to have you on prior to your event. Uh, And I apologize, but I can tell you that we'll definitely be promoting it from now on. Tell us a little bit about the event. If someone just came down in a spaceship and had no clue about anything, how would you describe your gambler event to those folks? So, so, hey, number one, I got I got a correct. We have, we have like well over a hundred of them total a year. We do things from like lawnmowers. Our big thing is junker cars, so that's where we started. We started uh, just a few buddies uh, back here in Oregon. It was underground for like three, four years, and then uh, we had a viral video get like thirty million views. So then we just kind of branched off into cheap stuff, and uh, and the way I got it is that the the enduro event is the first of its kind. Something that that I had always wanted to do with mini 
But success of this event really belongs to uh, to Brian Toller um, and Frank, um, the two guys who kind of took the reins over for the event here in Oregon. As I wanted to focus on on a, on a broader scale of doing many back events and, and all these other states that we have these car events. In. So, so number one, those are the guys deserve all the Thank you, thank you for clarifying that. Event of the year because I get to go and I get to go and show them. And I gotta just jump on it, and I gotta go have a ton of fun. And so, um, the Oregon event is definitely a career event, same way that our, our car event is. But we've got them in Iowa, in Nebraska, in uh, California. We're going to Iceland, mini biking Iceland uh, in mid July. Um, Amazing. Actually, I gotta give, give a shout out to Coleman um, Power Sports for that one because they're, they're the ones who are providing us with, with some mini bikes. We're going out with some guys. Times. And uh, Iron Air Magazine and Automobile, and they're going to have a bunch of cool coverage and stuff. So people oh. well, well, plenty of cool photos from, from Iceland, the, the land of the midnight suns. Yeah, there has been, obviously due to the popularity with your videos and the fodder that you produce to make those videos so popular, I was mentioning earlier that when I would uh, Google it and I would search it, I did see, you know, cars. I saw the 100. I saw the 500. And yep. we were curious as to find out just the depth of this whole Gambler series, and then particularly the focus on the mini bikes. The the clip that you had sent me, I think you had sent me a couple Instagram clips and maybe a YouTube clip. The YouTube clip, yeah, that was um, that looked like like our cup of tea. Yeah, there had to be with a, <laughs> hundreds of, of of modified bikes in in that Coleman platform yeah. in that big tire platform. The guys yep. just. Uh, doing shots and jumping over the 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 campfire. It was yep. who started that event and what's the spirit behind that besides the obvious. Okay, so I mean we're, the whole thing is, is is impracticality and cheap fun, right? So we go buy cheap cars to do the big thing. We're gonna have twenty thirty two hundred cars at our event here in Oregon this year. Seven thousand people with this giant mad man uh, burning man like car rally event that we've created here and the platform up and say, hey, you want to have some cool fun and go run with it. The next, like, the next, and what we did, we were shooting a pilot for a TV uh, show, and I called my buddy Dirt of, uh, Fred Williams, with Dirt Every Day, had done an episode on the Coleman minibikes. I don't know if you've ever... We did. Did you, you ever see that episode? Uh, Fred is, uh, Fred is a, kind of a member of the Roadkill family, and I, I, I worked with Roadkill in a sales capacity over the years. Oh, yes. Awesome. And that... Yeah. In that video, they, they, they fought with Fred over who was going to do the Gambler 500 episode, the car episode. And Fred said, "Hey, this is off road. It's mine." So him and Dave came out. I was just watching. I was watching. Uh, I was working on my computer, sending out my uh, my emails and marketing stuff, and I, and I was watching Discovery Channel. And Chris Jacobs came on and was uh, pitching. I was on Discovery Channel a second ago. Great. And the our mobile landing episode. I was blown away. <laughs> I, I, I was selling roofing shingles three years ago. Good for you, man. This whole car thing, I've, I've always been a, a, a fan, not a, 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 a proprietor of, of fun. What is, uh, uh, what, what, said, go ahead, I'm sorry. Well, we got, we, we got a whole thread to say, hey, let's throw some mini bikes in the back of a PT Cruiser for when it dies, and we can pretend that we need to run the mini bikes out, but all three of us ride off until wells. The PT Cruiser shits the bed without the camera crews around, and we had to ride the mini bikes to safety in the middle of the night. From then on, we knew that mini bikes was just going to be a part of our lives. Fun. Everybody can buy a dirt bike and be a hero. Mini bikes are fun because they are a challenge to ride. Sure. They are tough. You don't want to ride them more. 
going at 40 miles an hour. Like they're, they're terrifying. <laughs> uh, and so, and then we, uh, we, we figured we translated it more to the gamble thing, which is an enduro. So we said, Hey, meet you back in enduro. Uh, Brian Toller uh, came and said, Hey, we want to work on another gamble event. And I just had this, the funnest thing ever in the back pocket. And I said, dude, how about this meet back thing? And then that's how that was born. And It seemed like more. Yeah, I was I was watching the video, and you know, you, you have them all lined up, and I was I was I was having a really good visual until that guy, his girlfriend lifted up his skirt, and he had a bikini bottom on with his hairy ass showing. Um, <laughs> oh, man. But it, oh, yeah. it, it it looked it There's looked. No barred out here, dude. I I thought you, you know had. Bob, you know Bob and go power sports. I mean, they're like, they're a ton of fun, but man, I mean, if you're, if you're kind of a Texas conservative, you come up to Portland, <laughs> you're, you're, like, you're going to get an education. Well. <laughs> Just, just the. Uh, but, the uh, but again, you keep saying my mini bike event, and, it, and it's really, really, uh, it, it's the Oregon Enduro, and, it's, and it's, uh, I, I have a ton of fun out there, and I, they kind of manage the culture on a on a forty thousand foot view level, and it's, and it's no hope, but nobody really cares who wins. Everybody comes up in the race, tries to race, and uh, at the end of the day, it's just about having fun. Like we, we all just kind of ride side by side. We had only one life flight this year, so that was good. Yeah, um, and was I was good. I was going to ask you about fatalities. <laughs> I, I was I'm certain that we'd have how many broken bones do you, you typically do you see a broken foot or a broken arm or a broken whatever at least once or yeah 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 yeah, yeah. well fun yeah, aside uh, it's a I pretty mean, these are terrifying and then we modify them and my my baby bike was built by uh, Jessica Holmes she came out last year and she raced with us and then uh, and then my trick with that is I just get to keep whatever she leaves behind every time every time she comes out and has fun with us uh, Jesse so, is uh, a uh, got a Tillotson Hill Power Sports built motor on it and it goes ungodly fast so yeah people people hurt themselves out there jesse is a uh uh an, kind of a uh, endorser of crc who's also been a part of our podcast over the years and we actually built a, a taco mini bike for crc that they gave away she's also oh, pretty nice. yeah and you know she's 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 a kick-ass gal uh not only is she a a, a great beacon for gals in the motorsports uh industry but she she don't fool around. She's a tough competitor. She, you talk about broken bones and still coming back to battle. She's a, she's like a war torn vet. You've you've been able to attract some prominent folks to the event. You've gotten the attention of people nationwide. You're going to Iceland for Christ's sakes. Uh, never in your wildest dreams would you thought that you're going to be doing all this so quick. I mean, like you said three years ago, you were doing something totally completely different, right? Oh yeah, totally. Well, I mean, we were always doing this, but we were doing it kind of like the way that everybody else is, right? I mean, we, we didn't invent the concept of cheap fun. We were able to just kind of give it a name. And so, yeah, no, just, I, I would have never... Yeah, we've got... I mean, Six Hour was my final sponsor last year. We have a deal with uh, Interco Tire and, and, and Yakima and Casey Highlights and Coleman. Uh, amazing. Just been, I mean, my kids just rolled by like, with the driveway on their, on their Coleman go-kart. we got about five acres here and they're visiting their neighbors. My nine and 11-year-old son and daughter were, were in it. And it's just... It's definitely a, a weird, weird world we live in. But it's, uh, you know, as long as you just kind of open up to, to what's next, always say yes to, to everything and be fun and cool and, and, and embrace uh, whatever challenges are coming your way. I mean, man, it's just, uh, you know, things just work out. Yeah, it's the passion. Uh, on top of that, I, I, was, I, was, I was dealing with, I was, a, I was a roofing salesperson and dealing with, uh, with cancer three years ago. And now, uh, now I'm, I'm three years in, into remission. And doing, uh, doing, doing congratulations, absolute uh, dream job. So, 
Well, hopefully it, um, you know, it puts your mind in a different place and you see a lot of people having the time of their life where you could conceivably going through not so great of a time of your life. It's a nice balance that you deserve. Uh, all things considered, it puts things in perspective too. It's funny how these little mini bikes that were so prized and coveted with kids come back and be so much of a part of your life as you get older too, you know? It's just, it, it's, it's kind of it's silly by saying that, but it's kind of true. Let me ask you a couple of things. Uh, some of the folks that uh, I was unaware of and, you know, we, for better reasons, we, we were pointing to you as kind of like the face, but who are those guys again that really are the, the names behind the event and who are the guys that, you know, the, the event just ended. Who are the guys that are going to be working on it again already for next year? Who are some of those faces that may not get the limelight that are definitely big parts of the success of the event? It's, it's definitely Brian Frank. I mean, in, in those guys just absolutely just show that they're, they're selfless. And I think they might have taken a couple laps. And, and, um, and it's kind of a there's, – there's a, there's a tipping point to how many people can attend to the point where it becomes a job. I mean, I started the, the car rally because I always wanted to do it on the race. And then after a year or two, I think I had to acquiesce to a more management position. And there was no money in it. We never had a sponsor or any fees. You know, I never would have asked my friends for – Nobody really cared what we were doing. That was great. Um, but now it's just, it's just such a huge beast. And, and the, the goal is always break it up more and more, right? Because the, the more people doesn't mean more fun. Yeah, um, how true. Know, the smaller, more intimate stuff is, is really where it's at. And so, like, uh, yeah, Cars and Camera came out, you know, John and those guys. Richard sure do. Both come out, you know, the, the mini bike uh, uh, kind of yeah i've been hearing i just keep hearing about it and hearing about it and hearing about it and you know although we're in southern california and we do have the luxury i guess of being a part of some of the cool stuff you can't keep you can't keep up with the growth of the hobby and it's not as if honestly um i'm as aware of everything that's going on and that's why your network of friends but the go power sports are on the opposite side of the scale for example those guys are aware of everything that's going on and they're they're a great gauge and i think that they're also having the support that i see that you have with coleman and go power sports uh you've been able to secure some support from some of the guys that are you know able to financially you know put some oomph behind the event why is it that you think the coleman platform is so popular with your riders the big Coleman's are just yeah the big tires I touched on it earlier and uh, the, the, the big tires is, is, is part of the about the guys come out with the doodle bugs and the, and the little tires and the pocket bike show up <laughs> and we've got huge rock you know <laughs> fields and stuff this isn't the, the you know this isn't tomb it's not the Texas outlaw flat track stuff and, which we've done and we get we get trust those guys those like doodle bugs, the small tires, just threading around those circle tracks. But man, once once you once you put us out on a on a you know on a four mile track out in the middle of the desert, um, <laughs> on an endurance platform, um, which the, those Coleman's just just really seem to rise to the top, and that's that's we love them. And there's there's certain mods that I would do. Um, you know, I've really enjoyed the CVT and the 62 Sprocket. Sure. Um, you know, getting too deep into the motor, you know. Um, you want dependability out there. Yeah. You know, it's, it's all, this is this is an endurance race. Yes. You, know, you want to be able to finish. You now, got Je- it. Jesse was the was the only woman to finish last year, and then she was the second person. Um, she was in second place, you know, time wise. I think really pissed her off. I don't, I don't think <laughs> once, uh, a, 
uh, you know, and sure doesn't want to be uh, you know, put into some sort of gender class. So. Oh, that's for sure. Uh, you know, and let's face it, she's talented, that gal. Um, and there's oh, another example. Awesome. Yeah. So um, you, uh, your phone's ringing every day then with somebody who saw about it, who heard about it, who wants to know more about it. That's got to be pretty right. cool, huh? Yeah, we don't, we don't, you're, you're one, I don't give my phone number out. Um, but yeah, I know we ring up, we ring up, we did, uh, we did Jalen's Garage uh, a few months ago, and Jay came out here to Oregon, and we spent the day with him, cruising around in cars, and we had a bunch of Pullman's up there that day. Um, and then we did that, the Moverland, he had to go over to Motor Trend, not the band, the, 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 the Overland, which just relates to what you guys do. I mean, you guys are into carding and all that sort of jazz. We're running, we're running the little 20 horse, uh, Briggs and Stratton, uh, vertical drive uh riding lawnmowers for two days across the outward desert um, it's cheap and fun and silly right i mean we're all adults but you know what's what's the point if we can't kind of laugh at ourselves if we're not taking ourselves too seriously well without um, a doubt and there's that there's that newness too that when you share that same you, you ever notice you bring a newbie in and they're they like they get that light bulb moment and they get it uh there's parts of that video that i was looking at today and i wasn't able to run through all of them uh, speaking yeah. of that, when when folks want to get uh, like a, a really good take on some of the cool videos that are out there, where, where will you direct them? Where's the best place for all the gambler g- good videos? Well, gambler500.com. That'll get you to to it. We've got a little bit about mini biking on there, uh, but if you go onto our our social, I really love the Instagram. Words are dumb. Pictures and videos are fun. So just at the gambler500 uh, is our is our Instagram. From there, you can find. Uh, Gambler 500 mini bike and mini bike gambler 500 and all the offshoots. If you just push hashtag gambler 500 in there, you'll find a lot of mini bike content and then a lot of this cheap car content, which is I think probably relates a lot to your people. I mean, these aren't these aren't you know we beat egos at the door. You know when you when you're Amen. when you're a grown man on a, on a little six and a half horse uh, mini bike, you know you're not you know you're just you're not trying to impress anybody. You just have to have fun and everybody. It's a it's army. Right, you, you, we've got seven thousand people, you know, out at the big event, and and everybody's best friends, um, which is hard, which is interesting to do from a you know male-dominated motorsport, you know, testosterone, you know, sport. Everyone's always so guarded at drag events or at the dunes and all these sort of things. The guys wearing a dress, you know, riding yeah. a mini bike. <laughs> yeah, there was a lightness to there was there, there was a lightness to the crowd. There was a, a camaraderie that comes with the fact that hey, look, man. It's one thing if your chain flew off. It's another thing if your frame bent. There's guys out there with welders. Yeah. Everybody was doing congratulatory shots. The trophies are beer cans. Oh, yeah. um, I was oh, looking yeah. at uh, some posts after the event because I, I felt kind of guilty because I did want to so much get you on before the event took place. But there was a guy, Brian Roca, who I think came in second place. Uh, who who were the, uh, in addition to Brian do you have in the memory of who who won the this year's gambler? I have no, honestly, I, I, I don't pay attention to that at all. Uh, that's why I, I was never, casual when I asked. Never, uh, They're all winners. Never, yeah, Steph Brooks. Steph Brooks is the winner in my mind, and I think he Iron Man it again. Uh, we call him Miyagi. And, <laughs> uh, he's an old hardtail guy. Um, he's a you know rip you know few thousand miles of Sturgis every year. And uh, and he's just a total stud, and he came on Ironman to keep one last year. He's the only man to Ironman it, and then I, he did it again this year. So Steph is Steph is my is my man. Like that guy, I, I love this shit. Out of that and guy. like guys like Steph and Brian, um, 
are they Tate? Are, are are they there with like a a a crew? Is that kind of the deal? Like I'm I'm a team more than I know. I saw that video of the dudes with the long stretch continental with the bikes in the back and the pop up tent. Yeah, uh, long it, stretch you know, sketch limo. Oh, oh. Great. Mid Nile, Jason. Yeah, Jason explains things. They're kind of a crew, I guess, but we're all a crew. You couldn't you couldn't walk past a campfire out there without stopping. Somewhere you know, off the you know, slug of whiskey or beer yeah. or somewhere to come in and hang out. Like nice. We're, we're, we're all a, a, a crew, and, you, and, and and not just me. It's it's, it's you. Whoever where you guys show up. And you're gonna have you're gonna have two thousand new best friends. Yeah, it's um, it's something fun. I mean, it is competition. I mean, we still. I mean, I'm not there. We uh, we had rugged radios come out. And they brought a bunch of uh, three wheelers. Kind of. I don't think they were too rude, but uh, we didn't advertise that that was okay. That's really not okay. But you know, they're rugged radios. They're a big, you know, supporter of Baja. And sure. In general, and they thought it'd be funny if they came to crash your party. And like, but they ripped by me on these little two strokes. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and so I'm, I'm getting on it. I'm, I'm rising way above my own skill level, and I just dumped. I just dumped and supermaned uh, over a bunch of big rock piles. My front wheels turned sideways, you know, probably going 40 or something. And that hurts. And I ragdolled and just about tore my nipple off, and my, my legs were all bruised the hell out. I was wearing a nice uh, Bell model helmet. And Good I for you. Or let anybody but, uh, see you crying, right? So it's competition, but till, until it's, you know, till you realize that you're, you know, No, it happens. It, it, despite the, despite the, the, the smallness, which kind of equates to the cuteness, and the, the these things will still fuck you up if they get the chance, you know? Dude, we, <laughs> oh, man. People modify these things in ways I don't even understand. Uh, you've got this in the SoCal, the, the squirrel gang. Yeah, man. Those guys are, they, oh, they're they going awesome. fast. I love those guys' video. Like, and I've been trying to hook them up with their SoCal gamblers. There's a SoCal mini bike event that happens down, uh, you know, outside outside of L.A. Um, what do you know? Keep the other guys. Just go out there and hook up with them, and and, and you know, Stephanie um, is running that event. She, she, maybe, yeah, maybe you can connect us uh, after the podcast. We'd love to find out more about that. The squirrel, yeah. the squirrel gang. Then, then use your connections. Get the squirrel gang out there. Yeah. I want to see them doing desert stuff. Well, they're together. Well, we, we watch those guys and we see some of their videos and um, actually have had uh, the Squirrel Gang as well as a lot of the folks that run down there in Anna Street come up to the event. Um, yeah. It's kind of the, the Joe's Mini Bike Reunion is kind of their event on, on that scale. We're we're a static display event. These guys want to ride. Yeah. We've been riding out yeah. at Antelope Valley along the Aqueduct with a group um, out of the Lancaster Palmdale area, Jake Moe and his guys, and that's where you have a chance to make some things happen. They got bikes going on pretty quick out there, seventy miles an hour oh, plus. So cool. oh, and that's beautiful. That's on oh, pavement. Oh, you. you can go off road. Uh, I experienced a little bit of going fast recently, and it's nice to do once in a while. These guys like at Squirrel Gang, they're riding eighty miles an hour with flip flops and tank tops and no helmet. So we try to get them to think smart because you know they're all colorful, funny talented fearless little bastards but sometimes they miss the obvious because you know you, you need to be, protect yourself so we don't want to get into that as much as we're mindful of that you know i'd love to find out more about how maybe uh, we can get involved with your event we'd love to find an opportunity to come up we'd like to have a chance to pre-promote what you're doing through our podcast and through our event you're welcome anytime to join us again on the podcast or man i can imagine just seeing a couple of those Bikes that competed at the Gambler that hadn't been washed. I'd love to have some of those bikes displayed at my show or, or seeing them at the SEMA show. Yeah, no, it's worse the wear. It's just parts still sitting in the back of my truck. 
and we are a total free form. Anything that you want some sort of fun idea, we are in. Like there's no there's no area that we won't that we won't that we won't touch or get excited about. Like if it's if it's fun and we are we are there, we're gonna promote it over our channel. So any of your your listeners and participants want to come do something fun or have something they want to promote over our airwaves, like we'll do it. We're just we're just free and easy. We're we're a pirate ship. Yeah, also some of our sponsors, some of which we share, you know, we talked about Go Power Sports and CRC for that matter, but uh, the friends over at at Studs, uh, they're based out of Michigan, Studs Power Sports, but Eric Shingles, the guy there, is, um, you know, he's a mini bike fanatic, and those guys are big tire guys out in Michigan because of the snow. Uh, They street race, and they're serious street racers. Uh, The guys at F&B Racing who build uh, everything from complete bikes to custom engines, they're known for pipes. They would be great, and I think the folks even at American Flyer um, and Go Kart USA they build kit bikes. You know, they have a, a bike yeah. like a, a kind of a pseudo bonanza kit. So a lot of those folks that are in our world should probably be made aware of what's happening in your world. And um, oh, yeah. you know, it's just one of those things and where if we could. Not, and we're not and Detroit has such a huge mini bike population, but we have with we had over a thousand cars the gambler event this year for their animal. And and although we do sport Pullman and go power sports and other guys who facilitate fun, they don't like checks. I mean, they, they say, hey, we want to go to Iceland. And they're like, okay, we will get all everything you need to Iceland. And that, that's how they, they facilitate all the fun stuff. But like, we want everybody else to have fun too. There's no exclusivity. We don't, and you know, we will have Monks or Moto Loud or, or whoever the go uh, power sports has their own brand and house that they sell too. But they brought out a bunch of bikes. Yeah, and you know what? There's the, there's the key point too is that you're you're hooking up with folks that have new bikes that can can you can go buy. M- many of the many of the the bikes that are popular in our world down here are those bikes that are not manufactured anymore. Uh, to some degree, you can exclude Taco, but you know the Bonanzas and the Little Indians and the the Trail Horses and even you know some of the the other bikes, whether they're little Petros or Big Bear Scramblers. They're gone. There's no. There's no more 340 dusters. You know, you can go buy a new. That's, but that, that's what the sport is there for, right? You guys bikes finding like treasure hunting. Yeah, there's there's that element, but but with Coleman out there, and with the guys from Go Kart USA, and to your point, the guys at GoPowerSports.com having their own yeah. model now, it's just it's feeding into fire. You know, and, and it keeps oh, it awesome. keeps the young guys in there. You can go buy a mini bike uh, in a box for 300 bucks, right? My dad had like I think it was putting him there something like growing up and. And, uh, and and I brought home one of the Coleman's and he hadn't been on a bike 30 years. Or longer than that. I don't know how long it's been. At bad. least. And, man, he jumped in that thing and disappeared. <laughs> like, just on full throttle. And he had to be 65 years old. And, man, he was just a kid. He was a kid. I mean, it was his birthday two years later. And, and, and I got him a, a new Coleman. And I've never seen a big, bigger smile on his face. Like, he's, he's awesome. Like, but it was just instantaneous. And, and people don't realize you go out there and have a kind of fun for 500 bucks. Or less, you know, you, you know, yeah, like you guys talking about Tecumseh, you know, slamming together some old parts and, and just, you know, that's it's awesome. I love what you guys are doing. We're happy to be in it because we're, we're tourists. We're just now learning how to do all this stuff, and it's just, it's eye-opening and awesome. So any injury guarantee you guys have, we're always, we're all ears. Hey, Tate, uh, first of all, thanks again for the flexibility. Uh, we were hoping to have you on a little bit earlier. We'll take you when we can get you. Uh, it sounds like it's a fun first organization. Uh, it's straight from the heart. Uh, congratulations on your remission with your uh, your your challenges with uh, cancer. We hear about that, unfortunately, way too many times. You're living ex- proof that uh, life goes on. Time's about a hundred. Yeah, if you live long enough, everyone's gonna get it. So. 
Hey, and you know, somewhere down uh, on our trails, whether it's uh, the upcoming Off-Road Expo or Sandsport Super Show or SEMA Show or somewhere, maybe we'll have a chance to hook up. We seem to run well, in similar circles. Here. We'll, we'll, we'll come down. We'll come hang out. You know, we're just usually hanging out at the Gene Dry Lake bed, jumping cars, doing dumb shit. Nice. Um, uh, so we're down there. Then you call me anytime. Call me randomly. That would be the best if I'm, if I'm uh, you know, doing a podcast and I'm reading my kid's story or something. I'm, I'm terrible about answering my phone. I do it every time. Hey, any shout-outs that you want to give before we let you go? Uh, just, I mean, to this audience, it's, you know, shout-out to three cool, fun, and cool women and good cars. Those guys are... All right. Well, thanks uh, once again, Tate Morgan from the Gambler Series. Uh, I had a great time talking to him. We'll catch you the next time. Tate Morgan from Gambler awesome. 500. All right. Thanks, Joe. Yep. I just love that, you know? Guy's just kind of doing Jumping it. Cars. Oh. Yeah. I don't know. Like, if I got diagnosed for cancer, it's like my head would be so, so, somewhere else. He's out there having fun with mini bikes and a lot more. You know, think about it. You know, Coleman calls you up. It's like, yeah, we're going to bring like 50 mini bikes to Iceland for a couple of weeks. You want to go and get paid. All right. I didn't get it finished to uh, finish up some of our shout outs. Maybe in the meantime, E can get a, take a look at his crystal ball, find out when we're going to do our next podcast. Our next podcast, I haven't figured out our guests, although I've been trying to get Dave Miller. Dave wants to wait. Dave's, Dave's on the cusp of announcing something. I don't know if it's a part or something, but it, it, it's probably worth the wait. Plus, Dave, don't fool around. If he's not ready to go on, he's not coming on. Um, it won't be a problem for us to find somebody. We hope you enjoyed tonight's podcast. Um, we will, um, I thank the 1% gang, uh, Dante, my, uh, Grom rider. In fact, I'll be ready to start riding my Grom now. My shoulders healed up. It's been a year. Uh, Bill and Tommy Campbell, um, Carl Maslowski, Jimmy Burrow, Cliff Short from uh, Spirit USA Mini Bikes, John Kalinkowski, John Bailey, Leon Cable, my buddy Tomasio, Joe D, uh, Brian Datner, uh, Stephen Brooks, Nick Tucker, John Benet Ramsey, uh, Leonde Kyles from Detroit Mini Bike, ATV Scooters, Kevin House, Duran Bagwell, Dane Walton, Jake Moe, Fredo, Rafa, Midgey, Ian, uh, Judge Update. Okay. We have, uh, I like this too. We're going to move around some judging. Uh, some of the judges who come in and spend all their time judging don't get to enjoy the event as much. They feel awkward with their bikes being judged. So, We'll have a little bit of a change. We've got some new guys that are going to come in and help us. So thanks to those folks who have offered to maybe be a part of the judging. Uh, MDB, uh, Justin offered to help out. Um, we had uh, my buddy Toby McCaslin, uh, Joe from Arizona. So we still have Cliff, still have Ian at your leisure. When you want, you come down there, you take a look at things. So um, And also, I'm not sure if we're going to keep that same process where you got judged as you came in, I think we'll let folks park and then we'll announce the judging and folks will be able to kind of get in a specific line and just roll their bike and bring them over and bring them back. We're going to talk about that because we, we, we've got some extended time now and we've just been trying to find ways that work best for everyone. So we've got some different judges. We've got maybe a different um, timing to that. I'm looking forward to that. Once again, it's Joe's Mini Bike Reunion. When is it, Ed? Hmm? When's the date of the Mini Bike Show? Uh, the 19th, 19th, October the 19th, uh, Karen Krause. Thank you again, Greg Delia, uh, the long Island mini bike madness page, uh, Kevin Blakeman. What's up baseman, uh, Kenny Herman, Brian Frank. We mentioned, um, Jason Gutierrez, my, uh, my nephew, Corey. Hope you're doing well, buddy. Uh, Richard white. I told that story about you, Scott Kersky, uh, AV stylistics, Scott Kersky, Nick Herbert, Scott Moody, 
Myron Scott Bailey. Kersky again? Yep, he's the dude that was helping me with the West Bend. He got me to Nick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know Scott. Yeah, I've nice guy. Work for me, I've done some work for him. He seems like he's got a, a good little stash of connections and, yeah. and parts and bikes. Yeah. Also, that Eric Wiesterman. He's some motor plates for Bonanzas. Yeah, he was. He had a great deal on the I engine he was selling. Engines for him. If you're looking for a West Bend, not a five port, but Scott's got a three port. Got to gobble them up, like you said. They're they're going. Uh, yeah, their prices are getting high. I forgot to point out again the the cool custom Hall of Fame trophy that each of the Hall of Famers will carry from year to year that Cliff Judd put together for us. Thanks, Nick. Hey, the big four wheel off road jamborees in Lima, Ohio, this weekend. If there's anybody listening that's in Ohio, want to check out some cool trucks. Finally, Todd Buddy, Justin Wooster, Chris Korsky, my buddy Jack Boyd also is going to help us on the judging. Doctor Robert David. And our friends over at Steady Garage. E on a date, anything? Uh, <laughs> kind of busy. Hey, we'll just keep a look on the Facebook page. We'll announce the date and our guest. Ed, how about you? Anything that you want to wrap up? Yeah, I know you've been Bobby still working, Kula. right? Shout out to Bobby. Justin, have a good time on your date. It could be over by now. What time yeah, is it? It probably is. Yeah. Well, I, I thought that's what dates did. They both sat at a table with the phone shop with their phones in their hands. Well, he's suggesting they're onto bigger and better he, things. He said they know he leaves his phone in his truck. He's a pretty fart smeller, a uh, pretty smart feller. <laughs> yeah. He is. Well, so Justin, a shout out to him. Yeah. And then maybe you and I will get together and finally get some uh, things going on the um the Super Stalker Barris bike. Yeah, we shoot we a little primer. Get going on that. All right. Get primer on that thing. I gotta find got out. The motor going back together. Uh, we got a line in an HS. You got the HS four hundred that you're working on. We'll probably use that one. Hey folks, thanks for listening in. Thanks for the patience with the um, initial part of the broadcast. It's Joe's Mini Bike Reunion. Thank all of our sponsors. Uh, love you, Boom Boom. You did a great job. E. Hey, we'll see you next time. Bye. <laughs>